This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Will President Trump get his border wall funding? That's what we'll be discussing on the show today. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you here. It's a busy news week, a lot going on. That's typical with the Trump presidency. Last week, I, I aired, we aired, a pre-recorded best of edition of Exposing Washington. And so last week, if you listened to the show this past Saturday, then you noticed you probably have heard the show before. And so that was a pre-recorded best of of Exposing Washington back from a few months ago. We talked about illegal immigration. We talked about President Trump's border wall and things like that. And we're going to continue that topic today, except for this show is was recorded this week and we're covering news items that happened this week. And a couple ways to keep up with the show, AFR.net is the website. You can visit the podcast page at AFR.net. Also, you can download the podcast, the Exposing Washington podcast, on your smartphone, on your tablet device. Just go to the podcast store, type in Exposing Washington, download it. You can listen to it every week on your device at your own convenience. Another way to keep up with the show is on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Just type in Exposing Washington or you type in Walker Wildman, my name. And my page will come up. So a lot of ways to keep up with the show. The most important way is our website where you can view our information, our content, unfiltered, AFR.net, Exposing Washington podcast link found at our website, AFR.net. So a lot going on in the news cycle this week. We're going to talk about several different things. We're going to talk about the immigration debate, really the illegal immigration debate which shouldn't even be a debate. We're going to talk about the General Motors bailout from 2008 and how that was a horrible idea and how that idea is how the how the the badness, if that's a word, the awfulness of that idea is coming to pass. How that's a bad idea, the bailout, and how it's proven to be a bad idea over time. We're going to talk about that. The last thing we'll talk about here is the uh, the phony Russian investigation, the phony Russian investigation. But to get things started here, December 7th is the date, is the budget deadline for several executive branch departments. We've talked about this before. Every few months, every six months to a year, Congress has to pass a federal budget to fund all of the government needs. Really, all of the government wants some of its needs, the rest of its wants. One of those bills is the Department of Homeland Security funding bill. This funds the Department of Homeland Security, 
which is a very hefty operation. Billions of dollars goes into this. And if you remember a few months ago, actually, I think it was last month, Republicans promised President Trump before the midterm elections, President Trump, if you will just fund the government and if you will not fight for your border wall, then after the midterms, President Trump, I'm speaking on behalf of the Republicans, the leadership, they told President Trump, after the midterms, we will get your border wall funding. You can mark it in the books. We will get your border wall funding after the midterm elections. Well, where are we? We are after the midterm elections. Two weeks away from Congress needing to fund several departments. And it's still up in the air as to whether President Trump is going to get his border wall funding. Here's what President Trump must do. President Trump is not going to get his border wall funding unless he fights for it. And the fight is going to be ugly because the establishment Republicans, the open borders Republicans, there is some of them, yes, not all of them, some of them, and then virtually all of the open borders Democrats, which is virtually all of them, they don't want President Trump to secure our border. So they're going to fight tooth and nail to stop President Trump's border wall funding. President Trump is going to have to fight. Here's what he's going to have to do. President Trump must rally those in Washington and across the country who agree with him that we need a border wall and we need it now. President Trump is going to have to rally them behind him and he's going to have to hold a press conference. President Trump has to hold this press conference before next week. It's going to have to be fast because December 7th is the deadline for this border wall funding. But President Trump, he must hold a press conference in the White House. And here's what he has to do. Behind him needs to be every single congressman, congresswoman, or senator that supports President Trump in this area for border wall funding. All the, all the legislators and the lawmakers who support him, they must be standing behind him. The Department of Homeland Security Secretary, she must be behind him, Kirsten Nielsen. Also behind President Trump at this press conference, this is a hypothetical press conference, needs to be the angel families, the angel moms and dads who've lost their children to illegal immigrants via murder or homicide. All of the angel parents need to be behind President Trump supporting him in this. Everybody who supports President Trump and the wall needs to be there for President Trump. And here's what he needs to say to America. Amongst many things, here's the message that he has to portray to America. Here's what President Trump should say at this press conference. In 2016, the American people elected me, I'm speaking as if I'm President Trump, 
In 2016, the American people elected me on an American First platform. As part of the American First, America First platform, I promised, I, Donald J. Trump, promised to secure America's border. Part of securing America's border is building a border wall along the southern border. I promised, I, Donald J. Trump, promised during the campaign, I promised America that I would build a wall to keep our country safe. I am the duly elected president, and I will keep my promise to the American people, no matter the cost. For this reason... I, the president, am pledging not to sign any Department of Homeland Security budget unless and until it provides a minimum of $5 billion in funding for a border security wall. I hope that both parties will come together to keep America safe. I'm still reading. This is what President Trump needs to say. If Democrats refuse to assist me in this endeavor, and this results in a minor government shutdown, remember it's minor, 15% will be the maximum amount of government that shuts down, it will be wholly the fault of the Democrats and any other lawmaker who refuses to vote for a safer America. I am willing and able to keep our government funded but I will not compromise and neglect the will of the American people in order to do so. That's what President Trump should do. Say, I'm not signing these bills unless we fund my wall. I'm the president. I have the veto pen. If you don't want to fund my priority, my one priority that I promised the American people, then I'm not signing it. I'm not signing it. And if the government shuts down, Democrats and Republicans, it's your fault. It's Congress's fault. Send me the border wall money and I'll sign the bill happily. But until you do that, I'm not signing the budget bill. That's what President Trump has to do. And he could win the fight, but he must be willing to fight and he must be prepared to fight. Along the same lines... And mark my word, if we need to remember the Republicans, the Republican leadership who told President Trump in October, if you fund the government in October, in December, we will get you your border wall money. The Republican leadership, we need to remember who they are and the ones who promised this. Because if they cave to the Democrats' demands and don't get Trump his border wall funding, we need to hold them accountable. Because the American people, conservatives, we are tired of Republicans promising one thing and doing the exact opposite. Do you know what you call people who promise you they're going to do something and they don't do it? And they don't even fight for it? That's called a liar. That's called a liar. And some may say, well, Walker, you're being just a little too tough. You know, Republicans, they need Democrats to vote for this bill, too. Yeah, I understand all that. And that's partially true. But here's the thing. 
If I tell you I'm going to do something and I don't even exert the effort to do it, then that's I'm a liar. I'm not telling the truth. And Republicans know this. They know, they knew back in October when they promised us and they promised the president of the United States that he would get his border wall funding in December. If he doesn't get what he wants, his $5 billion, then those Republicans who promised President Trump that, they lied to the president's face because they knew that they weren't going to fight for it. They weren't willing to fight tooth and nail for the border wall funding. So we need to keep an eye on that, and I will report to you after that budget deadline which politicians didn't keep their word, or maybe, hopefully, which politicians kept their word. Along the same lines, as, as we stand today, there's thousands of criminal migrants on the southern border. They're gathering in Tijuana, Mexico at the southern border. Walker, why do you call them criminal migrants? Because they're all criminals. The women, the children, and the men, they're all criminals. And here's why they're all criminals. Because they've already invaded at least two countries. They've invaded some Central American countries, and they've invaded Mexico. So they're criminals. Women, children, men, it doesn't matter. They're all criminals, like it or not. You can call me too tough, call me heartless. That's the cold, hard truth. You invade a country, no matter what age you are, you're a criminal. Now, shame on the parents. Shame on the adults who are bringing the children over against their will without the children knowing what's going on. But nonetheless, if you take your child to rob the bank with you, shame on you. Shame on you as an adult. And I actually feel bad for these children who are being drug into these situations. It's horrible. It's disgusting. It's sad. But it's not my fault. It's not Americans' fault. It's the fault of the people trying to invade our country illegally. Moving on here, the fake news media, they're trying to paint this picture as that, that America should feel bad for the criminal migrants. America should feel bad for the people trying to invade our country. I just want to play clip two for you here. This is a Fox News report, my friends. The days of trusting Fox News are over. Do they have good show hosts? Absolutely. Do they, the most of the time, portray the truth in the news? Absolutely. But you got to keep an eye on them, my friends. Listen to this clip two. This is a Fox News report on the criminal caravan, quote, lacking resources. Let's listen. Now, the situation here for the migrants at the main shelter in Tijuana is only getting more difficult by the day. In fact, city officials here tell us they're worried that resources and money will soon be running scarce. And there are hundreds and hundreds of more migrants seemingly arriving by the day. Now, this is some of the video we shot yesterday of some of those migrants, about 200 arriving from Central America. And they're expecting hundreds more in the coming days. City officials tell us a total of 6,000 people now live at this shelter. So those resources are running thinner by the day. All right. Well, there you have it. That's a Fox News report. And oh, does it sound so bad? And in reality, it's actually a pretty bad situation down there. It is. So in that sense, the Fox report is accurate. It's a pretty bad situation. 
But whose fault is it? That's what these people aren't pointing out. Whose fault is it? Well, it's the fault of the criminal migrants who expected America just to take them in. Just take us in. I don't know who, we don't know who we are. I don't know everybody here. They may be criminals. And we're going to cut line. We're not going to wait in line like all the other immigrants, the illegal immigrants. No, we're going to cut line and America should take us in. That's the people in Tijuana, Mexico. Now, with the rare exception of legitimate asylum seekers, that's important. With the rare exception of, 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 of legitimate asylum seekers, the rest of these people ought to be ashamed of themselves. And whoever is using these people as political pawns, they ought to be ashamed of themselves too. This movement, this criminal caravan, is being funded and organized by someone very powerful. And the intent, the intent here is to create a humanitarian crisis on the southern border, all in order to make President Trump look bad. That's the goal here, plain and simple. The White House and the U.S. government, they've identified who's behind this caravan. And it's a bunch of criminal drug lords behind this caravan. Some from Venezuela and some from other places. But nonetheless, the, the intent behind this caravan is shameful. And when you, come to, when you come marching through countries, invading countries, to try to cross America's border illegally, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And if you're running out of resources, whose fault is that? That's your own fault. We don't, we don't let people rob banks and then the, news, the, new, the local news doesn't say, well, you know, the people were just running out of resources, so they barged in the bank and tried to rob it. No. It's criminal behavior, and it shouldn't be accepted. And so you got to keep an eye on these news outlets, even Fox News, in their reporting. The migrant criminal caravan is running out of resources because they're trying to invade another country, and thankfully... The U.S. has stopped them from invading our country. That is the good news. Moving on to another subject, and I'm just fired up today, at all the unfairness and the, the inappropriate activity that goes on in Washington, D.C. It's not all criminal, but much of it that I cover is absolutely unacceptable, immoral, and absurd. This next news story, General Motors announced this week that they are closing. Listen to this. General Motors is closing five plants and they're firing, letting go over 14,000 workers. You heard that right. 14,000 American jobs are going to be lost because General Motors is closing five locations in the United States. But here's, here's, there's, there's many different aspects to this story, but hear me out. This is clip three, or rather hear President Obama out, former President Obama. This is clip three, flashback to 2009, when the Democrats and Republicans, and yes, you heard me right, the Republicans, when the Democrats and the swamp rat Republicans bailed out General Motors with our taxpayer dollars, let's listen to President Obama in 2009. 
When you see GM, though, as government motors, your reaction? <laughs> well, you know, look, uh, we're trying to help an auto industry that is going through a combination of bad decision-making over uh, many years and an unprecedented crisis, or at least a crisis we haven't seen since the 1930s. And uh, you know, the economy is going to bounce back. And we want to get out of the business of uh, helping auto companies as quickly as we can. I've got more than enough to do uh, without that. In the same way that I want to get out of the business of helping banks. Uh, but, uh, you know, we have to make some strategic decisions about strategic industries. Our financial system is the lifeblood of our economy. And if banks collapse, then businesses across America collapse. We, have, we had to make some decisions. Uh, that ensured that the financial system was strong. All right. Well, in I'm the gonna, same I'm, I'm way, our auto there, and, and so that that's President Obama. He's doing an interview in 2009, just after he was sworn into office in October of 2009. And here's what he says: You heard it yourself. Well, we we've just got to bail out GM. We've got to bail out the auto industry. It's vital to American infrastructure, vital to America's security. So we're going to bail them out. And you know what President Obama said? America's going to bounce back. Our economy's going to bounce back like never before. Well, I, I wonder how that went. Awful. Awful. So you know what happened here at the end of the day? Here's the numbers, America. $11 billion in taxpayer dollars sent to General Motors. And seven years later, well, no. Eight years later, seven or eight years. 2018, my math's off. Maybe, so that was 09. We're in 18. We're about to hit 2019. So almost 10 years. October of 2019 will be 10 years since the bailout. And General Motors is going bankrupt. Maybe not officially bankrupt, but they're closing shop substantially in America. And guess what? So so we send... The taxpayers send $11 billion to bail out the GM, General Motors, and this is what we get. President Trump's exactly right. Listen to this. This is clip four. This is what President Trump had to say about General Motors and the subsidies. Let's listen. President Trump taking another swipe at GM and Mary Barra, taking to Twitter saying, quote, very disappointed with General Motors and their CEO, Mary Barra, for closing plants in Ohio and Michigan and Maryland, nothing being closed in Mexico and China. The U.S. saved General Motors, and this is the thanks we get. We are now looking at cutting all GM subsidies, including for electric cars. General Motors made a big China bet years ago when they built plants there and in Mexico. Don't think that bet is going to pay off. I am here to protect America's workers. This is why Donald Trump was elected president. That was a summary of President Trump's statement on this. He said, we're going to look at cutting GM subsidies if they're going to bail out of the U.S. And this is why, as I just said, Donald Trump was elected president because Americans, Americans are fed up with our inept leaders in Washington, both Republican and Democrat, making these honestly idiotic decisions that hurt America. And here's the, here's the strategy, folks. These people are not actually dumb. President Obama, the Republican leaders, they're not dumb. 
They're actually very smart. But they're all crooked. And here's what I'm talking about. And I have the list right here. This is who, and I'll post it on the Exposing Washington podcast page at our website, AFR.net, AFR.net. Here's who voted for the bailout. Over 25 Republican senators voted for the GM bailout in 2008. But here's my point. The Democrats, they bail out GM when GM should not be bailed out. I'm against bailouts because if a company is failing, there's a reason it's failing. Because they don't know what they're doing. So we don't need to bail them out unless they're going to fix what they're doing wrong. But nonetheless, the Democrats know that they knew that GM was not going to be able to hold up in the long term. But they bailed out GM, and here's why they did it. Because they want to get, they would like to get government involved in every aspect of American life, whether it be health care or what, where you buy your car from. The government wants to get its hands. This is natural for the government. This is why we have a constitution and, 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 and the Bill of Rights. The government would like to get its hand in every aspect of American life. And that's why they passed Obamacare. Look, the Democrats knew Obamacare wasn't going to work. They knew it was going to be a disaster. But guess what Obamacare would do? It would open the door when Obamacare failed. It would open the door for the government to step in and fix health care. At least that's what they would say. The same thing with General Motors. The Democrats and Republicans, some of the Republicans, knew if they could bail out the auto industry, if they could bail out the banking industry, then they could just step in and big, big, be big brother, and then they could start running the show when it comes to these private enterprises and these private companies. So the motive here for a few, for a few, for a select few might have been pure when it comes to these government bailouts, but in large part, the motives are corrupt. The motives are corrupt. The bailout didn't work. General Motors took $11 billion of taxpayer dollars, mine and your taxpayer dollars. They took that money, and then almost 10 years later, they're closing shop in five, five locations, 14,000 American jobs lost. That's what America gets for bailing out GM. And so those who voted to bail out GM ought to be ashamed of themselves. They should apologize and General Motors should be paying this money back. President Trump made that point. And it's really embarrassing that our government bailed out General Motors and they didn't put a clause in there, an amendment in the bill that would order General Motors to not close shop and fire American workers. There should, be, there should have been stipulations here. First off, I'm against bailouts altogether. I'm against bailouts altogether. But if you're going to bail somebody out, you need to protect American interest. And that would be putting a clause in the bill. If we're going to bail you out, you're not leaving America. You're going to stay here and hire American workers. And if you don't, then the subsidies coming right back into the Treasury Department. Exposing Washington, American Family Radio. Walker Wildman, your host here. We'll be back next week. More of Exposing Washington. Stay tuned.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.